Real business owners telling real stories and experiences. Welcome to the show. All right, what's going on, everybody? Um, real excited about this podcast. Uh, you're going to recognize him. You've actually seen his face from National Pizza Day. I'm over here with Marco at Nino's How here in Boca Raton. Right? Um, so, like, we get everything started. Tell us the story about Nino's. How'd you get here? Uh, what's it look like? Tell us about your journey. Oh, well, I mean, uh, it's a very long journey. It actually started in 1982 when my father uh, bought this place. That's the year I was born. Uh, well, you know, I'm old. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he bought it in 82. I was 12 years old at that time. And I, you know, pretty much grew up in the business, learning everything, you know, from dishwasher to delivery driver to pizza man to chef. Uh, he literally had me do every single job in his business. So, I mean, it was smart on his part because his mentality, you know, his thinking behind it was nobody could ever hold me hostage. Mm-hmm. I could pretty much do everybody's job here, and if I had to fire somebody, God forbid, you know. I could jump in and do their job until I found somebody else to take the place. So, you know. And and he's got to make you earn your stripes because Absolutely. if he doesn't make you earn your I mean, stripes. It's just saying the fathers are all about making you earn your stripes. Right? Even well after you've earned them. I've done a lot of podcasts where um, the, the father-son, you know, mother-son, mother-daughter relationship gets in there and sometimes it gets a little squirrely oh no it does it gets heated <laughs> very much so i mean uh, my father was very tough how many times did you get fired uh twice i think twice <laughs> i know once when i was a bus boy and i didn't sweep right that was one time and then uh, he fired me on like a tuesday and that friday morning i was getting ready for school and he goes you're gonna be at work tonight i'm like uh i thought you fired me and he just gave me the look i said i'll be there at uh, five o'clock the look the he infamous look. look yeah he gave right? me the look yeah and i can you know I, I think I've told you the story. Um, my wife and I, because I own a franchise, we looked at when we went up there, uh, we were looking together, and I wanted her to be a part of it because uh, it's a big investment. And so they asked her what role she's going to play, and she looked at them, square, straight face. I'm never working with him. I said, oh, my gosh. I thought I lost it at that point. I was like, there's no way they're going to give this thing to me. So, uh, you know, the father, son, husband, wife thing. It, it eludes, I don't understand a single bit of it, but some people make it work. Talk to a guy, he's been 21 years, him and his wife been together in the business. He's oh my gosh, I don't know how you make that one. I, mean, I work with my wife here, she yeah. helps me out, and you know, we're, we're fine. Yeah, you know. I mean, your kids were on the, yeah, the, my kids the broadcast too. for pizza day. Yeah, yeah, they were here too, working to help out. You know, everybody, we all work together, but we're very tight, we're very close. Yeah. It's not that hard when you're close. Yeah. It's so, not that not that I'm saying you're not close to your wife. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she knows. Don't worry, she listens. She'll attack you later. Um, it, it's pizza's that that business. Everybody, it, anybody who knows me knows I love the industry. Not necessarily because of the food. I love the food. I'm a big guy, but um, I love it because of the family, because of what it brings to the table for you, the owner, for the community. You get to like. There's not too many real businesses you can walk into. And the husband and the wife are working there. One's a server, one's yeah. making a pizza. Or even meet the owner, you know, for that matter. Exactly, yeah. or even meet the owner, right? right? Um, so 
you know, what? Tell us what's the hardest part for you in, in this business, and you know, the retail storefront here, pizza business. What's the hardest part for you? Well, it, it, it's it wasn't the hardest part in years past, but uh, most recently, it's hard to find good help. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much the hardest part of my business today is finding help that is up to my standards. You know, for the business. So, yeah. That's that's the toughest part now. Uh, everything else to me is uh, pretty much easy. You know? So how have you evolved? Like because I, in in other in other things and you know, other podcasts, people talk about the evolution of the customer, how the customer's changing, how demands have changed, how um, you know the the people in general, how instantaneous now things are, and you know how the lack of patience, things like. I mean, how have you evolved? I mean, kind we of have evolved just- with the times. I mean, I put in a new POS system not too long ago, and uh, we're doing online ordering now. Uh, we have our Facebook page where uh, we do a lot of, uh, you know, put a lot of pictures up of the food, uh, try to connect with the customers on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, we're you know we're pushing a lot of, uh, you know, what do you call it, uh, networking or, mm-hmm. or social media, to, social trying media, trying to be more visible, trying to be more visible, and, right? Uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, uh, the online ordering was a huge step. And it's really working out. Yeah. You know, it's kind of neat that you go to my website. Uh, you know, ninasaboka.com, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you just click a thing, order online, and uh, it guides you through the process. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, you could also buy gift certificates at uh, ninasaboka.com, and, uh, <laughs> Listen, I get a dollar royalty for every, <laughs> every time order you I say that, there. right? Yep, yep, and, yep. Uh, no, it's cool. I mean, this is stuff that, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I never knew was going to be possible. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Right? You know, yeah. So uh, you evolve with the times. Yeah, you have no choice. It's either that or die. So take me back, right, to a little bit of the transition period, right, because your father owned it, you were working here, things like that, then you started to take it over. What's something you worried about back then, right, that now you're like, ah, I probably didn't need to worry about that? Well, I worried that I would never be able to fill his shoes, that uh, I wouldn't be able to keep the standards up like he did when I was a kid, growing up in the business, uh, you know, oh, I mean, that's, you know... Should yeah. I that? No. No. You keep going. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, you know, that's what I, that was my biggest fear, not not fitting in his shoes, not, you know, being up to his standards. So, I mean, that, you know, I mean, then I was getting customers telling me, oh, you're better than your father, which I can never tell him personally. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I started getting a lot of compliments and a lot of customer feedback that kind of uh, made me feel more at ease about it. So do you so. think that that stress was good or bad for you oh, in no, the beginning? It's definitely good stress because you, you want to push yourself. You want to, you know, you want to make sure that you uh, exceed your own expectations. I mean, you know, who the hell wants to just be mediocre in life? You know, everybody wants to be the best at what they do. I mean, at least that's the generation I come from. Yeah. You know, I want to be the best at what I do. I don't want to, I don't want to be second fiddle to anybody. All right. So what makes you the best? What makes me the best is I'm a scratch restaurant, and it's not scratch your ass. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, everything is made from scratch. Yeah. I mean, most restaurants today, I mean, everything is frozen. They buy everything pre-made, uh, very, you know, very few butchering done in the kitchen, you know, very, you know, very few places do make their own meatballs, for instance, or make their own fried mozzarella sticks. Over here, we do everything from scratch. We, we, we buy nothing pre-made here. Really? Yeah. But that's got to add on a whole new level of... You talking about finding good help is hard, right? I but mean, now that's, that's you're doing things because I mean, you have to. You got to train these people. I mean, you know, they have so, to know how to do things the old ways. Right, you know, the old no, ways. Nobody, nobody does that anymore. They just everybody. Oh, they just buy their meatballs frozen from a company. Yeah. You know, they buy their uh, fried mozzarella frozen from a company. I mean, 
you know, they buy their veal already pounded in, uh, you know. So what does portion. that translate into, though, for you? So to me, it translates into quality. I mean, it's unmistakable. I mean, you know, you eat my fried mozzarella and you go across the street. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, don't. But I'm not. <laughs> his, his, I don't want to say. So his food, right? His food. <laughs> Is nowhere near as good as mine. I mean, you know, yeah. I have to honestly really say that. But he can yeah. maybe offer it cheaper now, because it's scratch can, more he expensive. Can, but I mean, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cheap by no means. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I feel like people pay want to pay for quality. I mean, at least I do. I mean, when I go out to eat, I, I care about quality. I really don't, really, I don't read the menu from right to left. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, you know. That's just the way I am, I guess. So that takes so that strategy a little bit longer because you got to get more people in here that appreciate quality, right? Yeah, Versus which, people that want to price shop, um, and and so you know that's a little bit harder game than some people are used to because a lot of people look that is great for your bottom line, right? Which a lot of people don't understand and most business owners don't understand, but you know it. Top line, sometimes people think instant cash is better, man. If they could offer it cheaper and get it faster, you know, but I mean, you don't I, go that way. I guess this all comes back to my upbringing and the way my father, uh, you know, brought me up to be in this business. I mean, everything was pride. Yeah. You know, Got to be the best. Got to serve the best, you know? So, yeah, that's really stuck with me. And, you know, we're in the same location since 1982. Something's got to be working. I mean, people really have to see the difference, taste the difference. Sure. And appreciate the difference because uh, we're still here all these yeah. years later. And if you could so. now, all these years later, you can serve less people and make more money. It gives you a chance to offer better service and better food, right? I mean, I mean we're still busy as ever. I mean, uh, I had a great season. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I had a really good season. Really? Yeah. Some other people didn't. Like I'm hearing some, you know, the season wasn't as strong, things no, like I that. Did, I did better than last year. I so, mean, yeah, it had to kind of, you know, was there ever a time where you were like considering maybe if I just do it a little different, you know, maybe a little cheaper, I could change the business, things like that. Or maybe no. it got a little tight. It got tight. Like, oh man, I don't like I got to cover payroll. <clears throat> You know, it's tight right now. I could get the chicken cheaper, right, or something like that. But well, you held to your guns. Story. You want to talk about the chicken? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we had this problem about, uh, I want to say maybe a year, year and a half ago with the chicken. I was getting a lot of complaints that the chicken was very tough. And uh, I was buying randoms from uh, one of my purveyors. I don't want to mm -hmm. say their name. <laughs> but uh, a lot of them were having the same problem. And it's, 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 it's a condition called woody chicken disease. And the problem is that they, they put all these hormones in these chickens and they grow up in half the time that they normally do. Yeah. And it's like, uh, they look like turkey breasts, you know, like chickens on steroids. Yeah. I mean, really, you can see the striations of the, the muscle and the chicken meat and stuff like that. And I was getting so many complaints that the chicken was tough and I never had problems with my chicken. Yeah. So I had to go out and find a company that specializes, that all they do is sell chicken product. Yeah. And I get my chicken direct from like where the purveyors get their chicken from yeah you know like my veal guy i found a guy that just does veal yeah and that's where i buy my veal from and i have a guy who just does chicken and that's where i buy my chicken from i'm paying more money yeah you know, for the chicken but it's a quality that i'm very proud to put on a dish because your serve. customers would riot if you, you know? didn't keep that quality now you have to i mean to me to stay in the business and have the staying power that we have I mean, you have to keep the quality up. I mean, you can't, uh, you know, you, you get complaints, you have to listen. I mean, you can't ignore it. I mean, you have to act.
Yeah. I mean, that's a good tip for a lot of people because you've got some small I mean, business owners here that, you know, that's the, hey, man. That's the pulse of your business is the customers talking. I mean, and if you know. hold your quality, but then holding the quality means, hey, sometimes you got to go sometimes out and find what you need. That's right. You know, because, yeah. hey, man, that just it is what it is. That but is, that also yeah. means that you have to trust your staff back here to be doing the right thing because you that takes time. That takes time for you to go out do those things. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do to kind of, you know, promote your staff, empower your staff? Well, I have, you know, certain individuals here that I trust. And uh, whenever I have to uh, do things, I mean, uh, I trust them to hold the torch for me. So, you know. Right? Yeah. So how did you develop that? Well, it took years. I mean, you know, I mean, my chef has been with me since 1982. So he's obviously in charge of the back of the house. Uh-huh. Uh, I, have, uh, <laughs> I told you there's going to be people killing you that, yeah, find, that, that a, hear this. I have a front of the house manager, Lisa. She's been with me for close to 10 years now. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, the trust developed over right. time. So, and, you, there's a lot of people out there, and I, I see this every day. You and I have conversations, right? Uh, about, because out there, there's not, you just said you have a chef, you have a front of the house manager, right? There's some people that just, they're scared to make that investment into that type of person. What kind of advice would you give them to to be? You have to in this business. I mean, depending on how big or small you are. I mean, sure. You know, to me, you have to. I mean, because you can't you can't do everything. Uh, eventually, you'll burn yourself out. I mean, you have to be able to trust somebody a little bit to take a little mm-hmm. pressure off you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's you have to, because then you, you you kill yourself. Well, I, I, what I what I see out there is that people want to be the cook, right? They want to be the chef because they're great at making pizza and they've been making pizza the whole life. But they also want to be involved with the customer, and they do. They get burnt out, and it's just uh, it, it's never a recipe for success. You know, no. eight times out of ten, they wind up going out of business, and they never make that five year mark because right. they just get burnt out. You know, um, I don't know. Do you watch Bar Rescue? You know John Taffer? No, no I don't. Watch, talks I'm, about, I'm in the restaurant business. I don't get to watch much TV. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, I do. So let me tell you about it. He actually talks about like the restaurant divorce, right? Like he's been divorced because a lot of people spend so much time in their restaurant doing every single job yeah. that it leads to less family time, less kid time. Oh, that's right. And then they're miserable. Family with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 You know, if not, I would never see them. I'm always here. So what does the future of Minos look like? The future? Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Are your kids going to take this over? I don't think they want to do this. And <laughs> honestly, I don't want them to do this. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, this will always be there for them. Uh-huh. That's what they want. Uh, I want to give them the choice that I never had. There you, you know go. I mean? There you go. But uh, honestly, I enjoy it. I mean, I, it has its moments, you know, where I want to sell everything get out but uh, you know for the most part uh, you know I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing I really am I mean I've done this my whole life and it's what I'm really good at so so all the stories everything else right a lot of people listening to this may be thinking man pizza business seems easy I would love you know, to do it restaurant business is the toughest business you can get into I mean if you uh, if you enjoy you know uh, traveling taking vacations uh you know, spending a lot of time with your family and friends, this is the wrong business for you. So then why not, then, you know, why do you keep, what, why do you keep doing it? It's just, uh, I have that drive. This is a drive in me that uh, keeps pushing forward. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, you meet maybe, other. Maybe I'm a sick individual. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really. I believe some restaurants really, are. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, you know, I really, you know, it's, 
it's what I do. You know, it's uh, I guess it's like. How does someone know if they have it? Or it's not? like oxygen. You just you know, it's just you know. You just do it. You just do it. Yeah. So how does someone know if they have it or not? I think you know at a young age about this business. I mean, there's a lot of kids going to culinary arts that they have that drive. They have that. You know, it's like. Uh, you know, it's just a, a drive. That it's it's insane. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's an insane drive with a little dash of artistry involved and a little dash of uh, crazy, crazy creativity. I mean. I mean, that's just pretty much what a chef is made out of. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to really describe that drive. I mean, but you just have... It's a drive for perfection is what it is, which is really not achievable, but we don't care. Ever. We just we just keep going for it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, so somebody recognizes that they have that drive, they have that tenacity, they have that drive for perfection, right? Then absolutely get into it. I mean, what, what kind of stuff? What would you tell them? Like... You know, start oh, get, slow. Yeah, get a job for someone. Uh, try to reach a position, of, you know, a manager position. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because once you hit a managerial position in a restaurant, you pretty much see what it takes to, you know, to run a business. Run, and, yeah. run all positions, right? Absolutely. Learn the front of house and Absolutely. the back yeah. of house. Yeah, just like what my father did with me. I mean, yeah, I was a dishwasher. I was a busboy. I was a delivery driver, a cashier, a pizza man, a chef. I mean, I've done it all. So yeah. you, you really have to know the business inside and out, every aspect of every job in the business to be successful. Because, like I said, you don't want ever to be, you know, uh, shanghaied by your own health. I mean, yeah, you don't no want kidding. that. Yeah. That's the biggest pitfall you That's would say. That's the biggest pitfall. That Absolutely. a lot of people run into. Yeah, because they don't know the business. or so they're just there with their pockets. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, and that's definitely tough. Anything else you want to add on? we got... The, the podcast is for a lot of small business owners in various areas. Um, other than plugging your website 19 times. I only plug it in twice. <laughs> Namusabolka.com. There you go. There you go. Right? Um, what other things would you would you say have helped you out along the way? Uh, definitely my family. I mean, they've really supported me in this. Uh, you know, when my kids were young, I was basically an absentee dad. Because I was always into the restaurant, you know, running it, working it. Uh, back then, I was putting in over 80 hours a week easily. Uh, so my wife, for sure, 100%. I mean, she really, you know, got behind me and supported me. She knew what she was so, getting into. You guys had conversations yeah, about well, it. She met me in the restaurant. I mean, that's where she met me. You so, had to. That's where you were at. Yeah, that's where right? I was at. Not a club. Not a, you know, she met me in the restaurant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you could probably cook, so that, that helped oh, out. that's a plus. Yeah. Cheap date nights. Yeah, yeah that's a plus. No, yeah. I think she married me just because of the way I make the blue crabs and marinara sauce. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. is, that what, is that what she eats Oh, all that's time? her favorite, yeah. She goes nuts when I make that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, she's been bugging me to do it for a couple months now, but every time I make that, uh, my hands get destroyed. Oh, why? Why? Because they're alive. What? The crabs are alive. You have to clean them while they're alive. And a couple of them get the better of me before they go. So, so the, my hands get destroyed. Uh, when do you make that? Uh, it's every once in a while. I don't really make it too often. It's, uh, you know. Please text me <laughs> when you're making that. Uh, I just want a video because I want to get you getting, oh, a nightmare. getting cut by oh, the... Oh, they, uh, they, they go at you. I mean, yeah. they're, they're pretty uh, tenacious little creatures. Look who's walking up right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you heard the blue crab. <laughs> I was telling the story. That's why you married me. So, um, wife just walked up. What, 
tell us something about the industry from your perspective about being in the restaurant business. You're going to have to speak up a little bit because we're in the restaurant here. So tell us something from your perspective, the spouse of a restaurateur, what to expect, anything, any advice that you would give to them. Don't go in the restaurant. That's the number one answer from restaurateurs. Don't do it. Don't do it, right? Don't do it. It's a lot of hours. You know, we don't see each other unless I come here. Uh-huh. You know, it really takes a special kind of crazy to be in this business. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. Right? But you enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I saw how excited you got when uh, we had the upside down pizza when you were making it. Yeah. I saw how excited you get about that. Yeah. That was the best thing I had the whole day. I don't, yeah, mi- I don't mind to, putting that on record. To be a restaurateur, you have to be part foodie. Yeah. You know, you have to be part yeah. foodie. Yeah. If you're not, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate you not only for taking the time here, but everything you do out here in Boca and, uh, you know, just being good restaurateurs and opening up a little bit and sharing some of your stories because this is how we all get better. I always look forward to these, David. It's great. <laughs> Thank you.